Welcome to Health with Hashimoto's, a podcast for you if you are diagnosed with Hashimoto's, wondering if you might have thyroid problems, or you're at risk for this autoimmune issue because of genetics. Exhausted and overwhelmed, you long to feel like yourself again, but you don't know where to start. Welcome to the Exhausted Mom's Path to Whole Health. Hi, I'm Esther. I am a registered nurse, and after 17 years in emergency departments around the country, I grew fed up by the system that only looks at symptoms and slaps short-term band-aids on problems instead of helping people truly discover how to reclaim their health. I went back to school for holistic health, and I am here to help you discover your next step on your journey to whole health. Whole health is made up of body, mind, spirit, diet, and environment. Changes can be made in any of these areas to help you create better health. Each episode of this podcast will provide simple and true tips so that you could take action immediately. Let's dive in to today's topic. New beginnings are so exciting. I just love them because they're are endless possibilities. There's hope. Nothing has happened yet when you're facing a new beginning. Nothing has happened yet to dull your spirit, to dull that hope, to make you feel like, I'm going to try again later. When you're on the precipice of a new beginning, everything is before you. It's just all hope. And you can set some good goals. Obviously, you can set these goals. You can have hopes on any day. You do not have to wait for a special day. But I especially love Mondays. I especially love the firsts of each month, and I especially love the first of the year because it just seems fresh. I have a new page on my calendar. I have a new spread in my planner. Whatever it is, the first is exciting. As we have just passed the winter solstice, the days are starting to get longer. We're moving into the new year, or maybe you're listening to this already in 2023. There's so many possibilities. So how can you set the best goals for your own health if you have an autoimmune disease? Or maybe you're wondering if you have thyroid problems or Hashimoto's. How do you set the best goals so that you can have the healthiest 2023? I'm going to go over five steps for you. These are quick. Well, you can make them as long as possible as you want But these can be really quick to do. And in about maybe five, 10 minutes, you can have a bare bones outline for what you want to look for in the coming year, what you want to do, what you want to achieve. Now, if you want to spend more time on this, that's awesome. You can take as long as you want. Like I said, sometimes some years I have taken like an entire afternoon and I have done a deep dive into this and other years I'm like, yeah, I just need to know the basics. So whatever it is for you, let's dive into these five steps of how to set health goals for 2023 when you have an autoimmune condition. Number one, do a quick review of where you are right now. We need to know where we are to know where we want to go. We cannot change things if we don't know where we are right now. Now, this is just data. Do not attach emotions to it. Do not attach blame or shame. It's just data. Where are you right now? Now, there's a lot of different tools online that you can use to figure out where you are right now. Maybe you want to do a journal and you want to write down your feelings and your thoughts about this past year, about how you're feeling today. Maybe you want a quick assessment. Maybe you want a really long detailed assessment. Do what will help you best figure out 
where you are right now, what's going on, what data do you have, again, without any emotions. My favorite tool for assessing where I am right now is a wheel. I have looked online for so many different wheels, and I never found one that exactly had what I wanted. So I made my own, and I am happy to share that wheel with you. Now, if you've been around my podcast for a while, you know that I look at the whole you, the whole picture, body, mind, spirit, diet, environment. When I was looking at different wheels, different assessment tools online, I never found one that had a good assessment of the whole you. I always felt like it was lacking in some area. So I made one and I love it. This is a quick and easy way for me to assess how I am doing on the whole. And then I look at my shape. Is it a flat tire? Now, I guess I should back up. If you don't know what a wheel assessment is, it is a circle and there's different spokes of that circle. And so on mine, you know, I have different categories. One is physical activity. Like how am I doing on my exercise? And I get to rate myself from one, which would be really horrible to five being optimal. And I go around that wheel and I rate myself. I think I have 10 different categories on my wheel. So I rate each one. How is my physical activity? How is my energy? How is my sleep? I'll go through all of those and then I'll look I'll connect the dots and I'll look to see if my wheel is flat. Now, I'm human, you're human, we're never going to have a perfectly round wheel because there's always something going on. It's part of the fun of living is that we always get to strive for better. We always get to keep learning and growing. So you look at your wheel and you figure out, okay, where is the flattest part? Where is the thing that I need to make the most improvement on? So step number one, when you're setting goals for 2023 with an autoimmune problem, you want to do a quick review of how you're doing right now. Then once you look at that wheel, you want to think, hmm, what contributed to that? So let's say it was my physical activity that had the lowest number. And then I would look back on the year like, oh, what was going on? Okay, well, for me, I know that if I run, I tend to send myself into a Hashimoto's flare. Now, a flare is just when you have more symptoms of your autoimmune condition. Obviously, we are all trying to fight that autoimmune condition. We're trying to help our bodies optimize and to be the best you that you can have right now. And so I know that for me, when I run, that's too much of a physical stressor. So when I figured that out, then my exercise went way, way down as I tried to figure out what was going to work for me to be active, to continue moving my body and growing and strengthening, but not overdoing it, causing physical stress to my body, which would cause my immune system to kind of go haywire. So for me, I looked at my wheel. I saw hmm, my physical activity was down. I figured out what contributed to that, and that would lead to step three. But for you, what contributes to your lowest area? Is it your genetic component? You know, all autoimmune conditions have three things, genetic component, a gut component, and triggers. So is it a genetic component that's leading you to have more Hashimoto's symptoms, thyroid symptoms, autoimmune symptoms? 
are you focusing on epigenetics? Back a couple episodes ago, I had my friend Sarah Harding talk a little bit about nutrigenomics, epigenomics, and how you can turn genes on and off with how you eat and with certain herbs. Are you working on that? Or maybe you're having a lot of gut symptoms and you let you know that whatever is going on with your immune system right now, it really has a gut component. Because of course, our gut has 70 to 85 percent of your immune system, depending on which literature you read, but it's a lot. 70 to 85 percent of your immune system is in and around your gut. So maybe you can look at your wheel and you look at that gut health and you're like, ooh, I need some work there. And then you can figure out what contributed to that. There's also different triggers. On my wheel, I made sure that I have the biggest triggers. They have their own spokes. Two of the biggest triggers that I have seen while talking to people is their stress level and the amount of sleep they're getting. Both of those are crucial for your overall health. So they have their own spokes on my specific, the whole picture wellness wheel. So number one, do a quick review of how you're doing right now. Number two, figure out what contributed to where you are right now. And then number three, recognize that you are a whole person. So my wheel, like I said, I designed it based on the whole you, body, mind, spirit, diet, environment. They all go together. Picture in your mind somebody who is very depressed. You don't have to be inside their mind to know they are depressed. When you look at them, I mean, some people you can't tell from the outside. But a lot of people, if they're having a down day or if they're depressed, you can see it in their posture. You can see it in the lack of sparkle in their eyes. You can see it and it's not because you're in their head, but it's because the whole person is connected. Maybe for you, you know that when your emotions are down, you eat differently, right? Body, mind, spirit, diet, environment, it's all connected. So recognize that you are a whole person. Perhaps maybe you're doing this wheel assessment and you realize that hmm, your physical activity is okay and maybe your mental health is okay right now, but your spiritual health, you are not in an okay place. Even that, it contributes to your overall health. Your spiritual state really impacts your physical health. Everything is connected. And I'm not saying this as like a woo-woo practitioner or anything. I'm saying this from the literature. I'm saying this from a scientific perspective. I'm saying this also as somebody who reads the Bible and knows that the author of life, the creator of you and me, gave words to people to write down in the Holy Scriptures that say that your spiritual health is important and it impacts your physical health. So after you recognize that you're a whole person, then you get to look at that wheel and realize that wherever you decide to make improvements on that wheel, it's gonna impact the whole. It's gonna impact the whole you. Even if you pick spiritual health, even if you pick gut health, if you pick just one thing to work on, it will impact the whole you because you are a whole person. You cannot separate out one part of you. I know that if you have grown up in traditional conventional medicine, if you have grown up with that worldview, whether you live in America or Europe or Australia, wherever you live, we have a segmented view of the person. 
it's kind of screwed up. Like you go to one doctor, a specialist, to look at your foot. You go to a different specialist to help you with your emotions. You go to a different specialist to help you with your reproductive stuff. And yet you are a whole person. Now I understand that one doctor cannot be a specialist in every single thing. And that's why we have specialties. But you need to understand as the CEO of your own health, that you are whole. Every single part contributes to the overall health and to the specific health of the other areas. So look at your wheel and figure out what is your first priority. And then step number five, set a simple goal. When I realized that my physical activity had dropped way off because I wasn't running, I realized that I needed to set a simple goal that I could do every day. I knew I could walk. So I set that goal. I set a specific step count that was doable and yet a slight reach. Now for me, if I fail at something over and over, I give up. How about you? A lot of us are like that way, but not everybody is that way. So how, how does it work for you? For me, I knew that if I set too big of a goal, and for at that time, 10,000 steps a day was too big of a goal. If I set that too big goal, I would quote fail in my eyes, if I don't get a little check mark, then I have failed. It's an area that I am working on in my own mental health, but I didn't want to fail. So I set a goal that was a bit of a stretch, but not too much. That was sustainable. What is it for you that will be simple and sustainable? It will improve your overall health, but it's not going to be too much because if it's overwhelming, it's usually not going to be sustainable. So for you, here are your steps again for setting your health goals for the new year. Number one, do a quick review of how you're doing right now. If you want to download my wheel, I will have it as a link down below in the show notes. You can grab it and you can fill it out. This is the wheel that I send to people when they schedule a Hashimoto's health session with me. I have them fill out this wheel and send it back to me and then we talk about it. It is such a simple tool to give us a whole picture to figure out where you can work on things. And then we work together to figure out your first priority, how you can make a huge difference in your health. I love to do these with, with women, with men too, but mostly it's women who are coming to me. And it is so much fun to help them look at this without any attachment of emotions, without any shame, and just hope and look forward to the future and figure out how you can be healthier. So if you want that wheel, head down to the show notes or go over to healthwithhashimotos.com and you can download the whole picture, my wellness wheel, that's the name of it. Um, so number one, you're going to do that quick review. Number two, you're going to figure out what contributed to the flat tire spots. Number three, recognize that you're whole and that wherever you decide to work is going to impact the whole you. Number four, decide your top priority or your first priority. And then number five, set a goal that is both simple and sustainable. If it's not simple and sustainable, it's probably not going to work. If it's really big, that's okay. Break that really big goal down into smaller steps until you know what you're going to do this week. And until that this week goal is both simple and sustainable. 
And of course, you can go to healthwithhashimoto's.com and schedule your Hashimoto's health session so we can go through this wheel together and you can figure out exactly the first thing that you can do next to begin regaining your health. I know that you want to optimize your own health journey, especially as we start into a new year. You can have better health even when you have an autoimmune disorder. It is possible. And I want that for you. You want that for you. Let's work together to make 2023 an awesome year for your health. And one more thing. In the last episode, we talked about depression, and I promised that I was going to have an episode about seasonal affect disorder, and I have that coming for you. But I realized that when this episode comes out, it's going to be right around the time when everybody is looking for ways to create their goals for 2023. So I will have that episode about seasonal affect disorder coming out for you. If you were hoping that this episode was going to be that one, I'll give you a little teaser. Number one, go back to the last episode and listen to those tips. And number two, every single person who's talked to me about um, the ideas for this next episode, they've mentioned light in the morning. If you do not have bright light in the morning, if you live somewhere where there's not sunlight in the morning, I lived in Alaska for a while, we just had some pink on the horizon around this time of year. There was no bright sun. Wherever you live, make sure that you have bright light in the morning. You can get lights specifically for that, light bulbs and whole lamps and everything. So look for that. If you do not have bright light in the morning, that's your number one tip. All right, I will see you in the next episode or I will see you in a Hashimoto's health session. I cannot wait to help you kickstart your own health journey. This podcast is for informational and educational purposes only. Please be sure to discuss any concerns and plans with your trusted healthcare professional. 